0: Mm, jiggity check one two buckaroo what is up ladies and gentlemen hello how are you doing welcome back to hiney house live episode number 31 we are currently recording october 27th 2019 it is 11 20 a.m in the morning i was up early this morning about seven o'clock 7 10 or so got up worked about three hours putting together the notes for the podcast today and we're just wham bam thank you man we are knocking things out of the park because I was sick last weekend and I forgot to, Oh, I didn't forget, I was sick and didn't feel like doing an episode. So here I am back in action. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into the intro. Why not, folks? Welcome to Honey, Honey House Live, a podcast about the exciting and ever-changing world of gaming and technology. Honey House Live is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Nah. For all other info, including links to our community nah. discord, live video feed, feed, episode archive, archive, and a whole host, host of other great, great entertainment. entertainment, please visit honeyhouse.com. Yeah. How about it? Yeah, we're back. <laughs> Winner. 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 winner, 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 winner <laughs> What's up folks welcome back to the podcast again this is the show where I talk about everything gaming retro modern gaming I talk about some tech stuff talk about some life things some random stuff whatever happens happens we go down that road because we love traveling that path uh, so thank you for tuning in and joining me Heinehouse.com is a website I always like to get that out of the way because I like to let you know where you can interact with the show and also my brand, Heine House Entertainment, bruh. Want to thank all of the patrons that you see on your screen here patreon.com slash Jason Heine. That's me. Holy shit. Who's that guy? Want to thank all the patrons here for their support. In fact, want to give a little shout out all the patrons there from main floor and above. Guess what? After this show, right now, after this lovely show, I'm recording. October's Heine House After Party. Yes, it's the Patreon exclusive show that you can only get there $5 a month or more. But that's it. it. only takes 5 bucks a month to get in on this exclusive show. I do 30 minutes or less. I try to anyway. It ends up, you know, being whatever is whatever. But I do a 30-minute segment. Last month was an hour and 45-minute eBay episode. But hey, uh, that's okay. It's okay because you guys deserve it. And uh, I don't hold back. I talk about things that I want to talk about more in depth. Maybe things I want to uh, discuss in great detail. But this week, actually, I'm really excited because I'm going to be doing a lesson. Yes, uh, we'll talk about it more in the after party. I won't I won't go into it here, but I'm doing a lesson on audio. I'm going to start doing that for you guys. I think it's be a lot of fun. Talk about um, different audio formats, lossless, lossy. Talk about different formats, talk about what's good and bad and some of my recommendations only on Patreon. Pretty cool. I've been wanting to do this actually for a long time. Very, very cool to be doing that now. So, Patreon.com slash Jason Heine. Check it out. Get in. If you're seeing this right now, sorry. Sorry, you have to go. That Those are the rules. If you're seeing this slide and you're hearing my voice, uh, you've already, you're have already you already in. Yep, you're already there. Thank you. <laughs> no, I love you guys. Thank you for your support. Um, we're going to jump into the episode because I got some random news. I've got this week in gaming history. I didn't forget. Bruh. This time, and then also I have some tech news. And then we're going to wrap it up, put a pretty little bow on it. Let me start my timer. I already fucked up. Um, I try to keep the shows right around an hour. All right? I try to anyway. (laughs) Uh, What have I been playing recently? Yeah, I've been playing a lot with my racing wheel on the PC. You guys, if you follow me on Twitch.tv slash House, The House rather. You will know that I've been playing a lot with the wheel. I've been doing some Baja so much fun. I've been doing grid 2019. So much fun. Uh, American truck simulator is right around the corner. They just released Utah. There's a bunch of updates there. I'm fucking stoked. Oh my goodness. We're going to be playing there. going to be having a good time. Cannot wait to jump back into some ATS, but uh, yeah, I've been, been doing some grid with the homies, Bido and Justin and Brandon, the whole crew Been a lot of fun. Um, and call of duty modern warfare just released yesterday or two days no yes yeah two days ago and uh i just got it uh this morning i purchased it and because it's like 180 gigs download like what the fuck bro so i uh started the download took like three hours to download and so that is it's still going whatever it's it'll be there all day i don't know but i'm excited to jump into that people are saying it's amazing uh to be honest i'm excited for it i haven't been this excited uh for a call of duty game and many many moons so this is exciting I'm gonna jump in. We've got some co op in there. The campaign, although short from what I hear, I hear it's amazing. It's edgy, it's rigid, It's the story's really good, voice acting's on par, like a classic great Call of Duty game. I'm excited to jump in and play that. So that's what I've been playing recently some grid, some Baja Edge of Control, some fucking Baja. So fun. And uh, I'm gonna be playing some Modern Warfare, some cod, some fish and chips, bruh, some cod would like to place an order, sir. I'd like to place an order for a little fish and chips. What's wrong with you? Everything, Reggie. Everything. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I've been doing. What have you been playing? Get at me in Discord. Let me know what's up. I'd love to chat with you guys. And let the community know. You know, it's it's a community show. What it's about. Um, Some random news. Hey, should I rename it to Food News? I haven't yet, but it basically is. Food News. Taco Bell introduces cheddar, crisps, chips. What, bruh? Don't even make me. Made entirely out of cheese. Blocked cheddar and queso cheddar cheese from T-Bell makes up these chips. Holy fuck. For fuck's sake. I got a picture of the bag. Boom. (gasps) Just going to let that marinate for a minute for you guys who are seeing it on the video feed on YouTube. Oh, look at it. Oh, he wants to be a dentist. Oh, oh, <laughs> fuck. It looks good. Seriously, though. OK, so cheddar is my favorite type of cheese, probably because I grew up in Oregon and I'm familiar with Tillamook from the wonderful Tillamook cheddar land of the, the coast. Uh Yeah. Where are these? Have you had them? Send them my way. I'd love to get them. Taco Bell's been in the news a few times, though. Unfortunately, one's good with the chips, and the other one, not so good. Taco Bell has issued a press release announcing that it was recalling 2.3 million pounds. Whoop, 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 whoop. 2.3 million pounds of seasoned beef. It's not what's for dinner anymore. It's from the restaurant's and distribution centers. The recall was prompted when a customer said they found metal shavings. Metal, metal. shavings in their food. Bro, what's wrong Bro. with you? Whoa, hold on. Where's the fucking... What's wrong with there you? There it is. Uh, the problem was discovered... Uh, where is this at? Ensure uh, safety of the gas. The company immediately... Um, Went to the supplier, shut down the supplier, the supply chain, stopped all the trucks, called all the restaurants, and they're issuing a recall 2.3 million pounds of beef. And the distribution centers are currently being investigated. Evidently, metal shavings would mean that it's a faulty machine. Grinding up that meat, bruh. Uh, The product was produced at one plant location, so that's good. At least they know where it is. They can pinpoint it. They can fix the problem. Holy shit, though, folks. Metal shavings and food. That's like my worst nightmare. <sighs> um, let's see. Can I tell you any more about this so that you know? The product was sent to distribution centers in the following states. Here we are. The U.S. only. So that's good. Um, well, good that it didn't spread anyway. Uh, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, and Virginia. East Coast. Look out. Metal shavings and the Taco Bell, mate. And the beef. Life's for dinner, taco bell beef. I'm not trying to make light of this. That's really fucking horrible. And I hope no one got hurt or injured or sick from this. It's fucking terrible. Can you imagine finding metal shavings, bro? I don't even look at the inside of my burrito when I eat. I just devour it. I just go and it's done. I mean, seriously. And the reality is, I'm not. I'm not saying this is okay. I'm not like making excuses for anything. I'm just saying, like, if you knew how your food was prepared, if you saw how it was made like if you saw the people in the back in the kitchen making it like you'd be judgmental and you'd be like what the fuck i'm not eating it like you would you just would and um yeah fuck i can imagine the shit i've ingested over the years <laughs> ladies and gentlemen are you excited i see i didn't waste time you know why because i fucked up last time it is this week in gaming history Everyone's favorite show. <laughs> and you know what? Just for shits and giggles, because everyone said last episode didn't have enough ding-woos. It's a ding woo. Yeah. Okay, this is a segment where we talk about games that came out this week. The podcast is out in the past. That makes sense. So in, in the past, all the games that came out during this week, October 27th through... November 2nd. We're going into November. The holidays are here. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay. October 27th, 2002 Grand Theft Auto Vice City on PS2. One of the absolute greatest games ever made. I think Uh, PS2 beautiful. I've said it a million times before. I used to just sit and listen to the radio station play all the great 80s tunes and listen to the commercials they are so fucking hilarious. What was that one stuff a, stuff a dog or something where they they call animal stuffers or something and they like pack dogs and suitcases or something animal stuffing. It sounds horrible talking about it now, but the commercial was really, really funny. They had tons of really funny commercials back then. Uh, 2009 on October 27th League of Legends. Lol. On PC was released. There it is, League of Legends. Uh, League of Legends is going to appear later on in the podcast under some news. Just a spoiler alert, FY, FYI for you. Um, I got to put some tape on this table. It's pretty. Some wood shavings down there. Speaking of speaking of shavings, grabbing onto my uh, fucking shorts here. Um, twenty seventeen, Super Mario Odyssey on Switch. Two years ago, October twenty seventh. Moving on to the next day, October 28th in 2007, Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock on PS2, PS3, Wii, and 360. What a game. Man, those early Guitar Hero games changed. Really changed the gaming industry. like For music games anyway. For sure. Fuck, I remember my younger brother Kyle. He, f- I was in Arizona visiting my older brother and he was like, Jay, you gotta play this game. You gotta play this game. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool, man. You're like, I'll play when I get back. He's like, no, it's amazing. It's, you would love it. It's got music. It's da, da, da. He ended up flying down. <laughs> he flew down to Arizona and brought the game with him so that we could play it for like a weekend. It was so cool. Great story. Great times. Uh, insane. Uh, October 28th in 2008, Fallout 3 on PC 360 and Wii was released. And 2016, Titanfall 2 on PS4. And Xbox One was released. Titanfall. Wow, what a franchise. Titanfall 2, amazing game. Titanfall 1, great game. But didn't hit all the marks. And unfortunately, people slept on it. And people completely slept on the second one. It's amazing. I've seen that game now for like 5 bucks. It's worth it if you see it, pick it up. It's actually a lot of fun. Sorry, I have a little... You can hear a little congestion still just lingering, so I apologize. Uh, Let's move on to the next day. October 29th. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sega Genesis was released. The console! (laughs) Gotta go fast. I need a Sonic... uh, I need a fucking Sonic thing. Do I have a Sonic thing? It deserves Sonic. Uh, Let's see. What else is in here? Horn? No, that's not it. Um... Toilet flush. No, definitely not that. Um fuck my sister. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. <laughs> that's a fun, you know. <laughs> well, that's not it, but that's pretty good too. These are my all all of my old uh all of my old sounds from back in the day, all gen gamers. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me there. Excuse me. Uh let's see. No, there's gotta be I I gotta have Sonic in here. I gotta have Sanic. Someone here. Sonic in here? Stop! Oh no, that's not it. <laughs> Y'all know what that is. Um fuck, I don't have Sonic. I'm sorry, so Sanic. You deserve that. But this, the Sega Genesis console, amazing. 1988, October 29th. That was in Japan. All right, in Japan. Moving on, 1991, Final Fantasy I in Japan on Super Nintendo was released. 2003, oh, it's Fish and Chips again. Who wants to order some cod? The original Call of Duty on PC was released in 2003. 2009, Bayonetta and her fine ass. PS3, 360, and Japan was released. 2013, Buttfuck, Four, sorry. Sorry, Battlefield 4. Sorry, I don't mean that. On PC and PS3 was released. We're here with Dice. What can we expect from the Buttfuck full beta? (laughs) And lastly, on October 29th, 2013, Sonic Lost World on Wii U. Sanic. I'm sorry, I don't have it. It's there though. He needs a dingwoo. Moving on to the next day, folks. October 30th, 2008, Harvest Moon Animal Paradise on the Wii in Japan was released. 2012, Assassin's Creed 3, PS3 and 360 on October 30th, 2012. And lastly, on October 30th, 2012, Need for Speed Most Wanted on PC, PS3, and 360. I actually remember this game, and it is a very, very good game. It's open world, and you can drive around and kind of have fun in there. I actually enjoyed this game. I did. It was kind of a departure, but had similar elements to a Need for Speed game. But yeah, I really like this. I played this with Steph back in the day. One one of the earlier games that we played uh, together. A lot of fun. Good times. Um, uh, let's move on to October 31st. Happy Halloween, everyone! <laughs> there it is, the Dingwoo. Um, happy Halloween, everyone. 1996 Command and Conquer Red Alert on PC, one of my favorites. The first Command and Conquer and Red Alert, those two are my faves. I've said it before, y'all know. Uh, 1996, MK Trilogy on N64 was released. That's a good one, too. It's got all the characters. You know, I love the no loading, but of course, you know, sacrifices had to be been made. Sacrifices had to have been made for that. But it was still, it's a lot of fun. Great game. Um, 1996, Twisted Metal 2 on PS1. Holy shit. Now that is a game I put so much time in. Oh, my God. The, the multiplayer in that? Whew. Freaking love it. Love it. 1998, Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped on PS1 was released. We got some fucking Sony heavy hitters coming out of the woodwork here. 2005, Star Wars Battlefront 2 on PC. 2006, Need for Speed Carbon on PS2 and PC. Shout out to my homie Andy. 2006, Need for Speed Own the City on PSP. That was a PlayStation Portable exclusive. Check it out. Check it out, Ow, ow, out. out, out. Goodbye October, farewell bruh Bruh. On to November 1st 1986, Alex Kidd In the Miracle World in Japan For the Master System In 2000 We got got some uh, dun 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 Love In 2000, 007 World is not enough on the N64 I bought that day one because Of, well of course, Goldeneye and although that game was not as good as GoldenEye 007, it was still a lot of fun and focused I thought almost more on the campaign on the single p- well it did the multiplayer was pretty lackluster. Do I remember playing it multiplayer? I don't even remember playing that game multiplayer with friends. Holy shit. Cuz you just you, if you're going to play GoldenEye or, or 007 you're going to play the first one. But the story was really good, and I really liked it. I only got to a certain point before I got lost and confused and scared, and I cried myself to sleep. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I did like that game, too. 2007, Mario Galaxy on Wii in Japan was released. And in 2011, 007, GoldenEye reloaded on 360. Folks, is that a fucking coincidence? November 1st, in 2000, the world is not enough. And in 2011, on the same day, GoldenEye reloaded. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. That's so fucking crazy. Uh, November 2nd in 1999, Chrono Trigger on PS1 in Japan. That has to be on a compilation or something. Has to be. Like a uh, Final Fantasy X something. I, I don't remember which one it is. Uh, 2004, Zone on PS2 was released. Oh yeah, yeah. Good game. Uh, 2004, Sanic Mega Collection on PS2 was released. 2010, GoldenEye 007 on Wii was released. <laughs> Man, they really pushed that game, didn't they? They pushed that franchise around. Good stuff. I did like that game, though. I played that on Wii with the motion controls. It was actually very good and good multiplayer. RIP. Oh my goodness. 2017, more cod, folks. It's the fish and chips. Everyone gets fish. <laughs> Call of Duty uh, World War II on PC and Xbox One. And lastly, lastly, take your uh, top and pants off and let's have a pillow fight. 2018 Night Trap 25th Anniversary Edition on Vita from Limited Run Games. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up this week in gaming history. Moving right along into some gaming news. Overwatch on Switch has no cartridge. And thanks for listening to House Live. See y'all later. (laughs) Uh, This isn't like new news. Like we know we've, this has been happening for a a long time, to be honest. But uh, yeah, you just basically, you buy the physical cart. I say cartridge. You buy the physical case. We saw it last night at Walmart. We were passing through. You buy the case, you open it up, and it's a piece of paper with a download code. You go on your Switch, go to the online store, redeem code, boom, it downloads. You might as well just buy it from the e-store and call it a day, unless you really want that box. And this has been happening for a long time, and uh, they're not the first ones to do it. I just want to let you know, yeah, there's no cartridge in there. And why would there be? I mean, I'm not not saying that this is great. I'm just saying that why would there be? It's an online game only. It has lots of downloads and patches. It was built to be... Download only from the beginning. So this is no change. It's just letting you know that on switch, there's no cartridge. Uh, Microsoft flight simulator 2020 might get VR due to fan feedback. They are listening to the fans. This is huge news. And I will say folks for an upcoming game that I'm really excited for Microsoft flight simulator 2020, please go to YouTube and start looking up some footage of this game. I don't have enough time on this podcast to talk about it but I am fucking stoked. I've, I've played some Microsoft flight sim games back in the day. And I'll be honest, they're rough. Some of them are really, really rough. I am really excited about this one because of just the technology, how far we've come, the way it looks. We have so many choices for input now on the PC. Oh, I'm so excited. I have some uh, text here that I, I copied over from the article uh, right after E3 and the trailer of this game came out. So many people, excuse me, man, Stove up here. Right after the trailer at E3, a lot of people were making the assumption that, oh, yeah, this better have VR. It has to have VR. You almost think like a flight simulator game, like VR would go hand in hand. Well, they did say that VR wasn't in the works for it. Like they heard people, but they said, yeah, it's not really in the works though. The community had a fucking outcry. They're like, oh my God, you have to have VR in this game. Like, what? Are you for real? Jorg Newman, who's the head of the Microsoft flight simulator team, uh said quote but we are listening and we we have heard it so we will try our darndest to make it happen whether or not we're going to pull it off for launch we can't commit to that at this point in time but we are aware of the desire and given that we're genuine that we genuinely want to make the sim that simmers want simmers (laughs) we will try to prioritize that over things so that's huge. Them saying like, yeah, we hear you. All right, we'll, we'll take the VR and prioritize that higher on the list. That's really, really great. Um, so Microsoft recently invited a bunch of YouTube celebrities and a bunch of other uh, publishers or not publishers, but um, uh, indie devs and vloggers and a bunch of other media people to uh, play the game. And they had a conference and it was amazing. They talked a lot about it and I've been watching videos on YouTube. Go do that. If you're into that, super fascinating. And uh, yeah, yeah, I still don't have a VR set up for the PC. I'm not there yet. So this gives me time. You know, it gives me time to uh, figure out what to do and what to uh, what to get. I don't have the money to invest in that right now, but I really want to. And Man, if, if that game comes out and has VR, I may just fucking go crazy. I signed up for the Insider program. The uh, There was a Microsoft Flight Insider program. And I signed up to hopefully get an alpha key to play it, but I didn't get the email. So sad penguin is sad. Uh, Riot Games announces three new games. So recently they had a conference and um, they talked about some stuff. They talked about more. I think they talked about like eight games in total. I just made mention of a few. Um, There was an anniversary live stream and they talked about some stuff. One, they talked about a fighting game. It will take place in the League of Legends universe. This was huge for people. Um, I don't play League of Legends, but I know a lot of people do. And so this was huge news and should be kind of fun, actually. Um, yeah, take place in League of Legends universe. Letting players beat each other up as their favorite champions. It's codenamed Project L right now. They're just codename letters right now. Keep uh, an eye out for that. Um, they talked about uh, an online first-person shooter, which was intriguing. Developed codenamed Project A. Projects in development by a brand new team within Riot Games that they put together. It isn't related to League of Legends either. This is the first game that Riot has developed outside of the League of Legends universe. So this is really, really good. To be honest, it looks like an Overwatch clone. I hate to say that, but it's kind of like their hero shooter, their style. Uh, They did mention they got a bunch of people from the industry, a bunch of first-person shooter lovers to hopefully pinpoint uh, the, the pros and exploit them in this game. So it should be fun. It should be fun. It looked pretty nice. So they're talking about it, which is really, really great. And lastly, I just wanted to mention, they talked about um, something that looks an awful lot like a Diablo kind of style game, uh, kind of like an action RPG. Um, The clips that they showed, they were brief, but um, in a brief overview in the press release, it's referred to as project F uh, internally at riot. And uh, it's a project that explores the possibilities of exploring the world of Runeterra is that the world is that the the main world in league of legends i'm not sure i think it is uh but let me know if you're a, if you're a, a league player if that is but that should be fun come out with some cool games man i mean i'm i'm down for all that um when they were talking about the first person shooter though they it, they piqued my interest because they were talking about something that is a big problem in not just first person shooters mostly in first person shooters because it's competitive and you need to have quick reflexes and, and great connectivity, but uh, also gaming in general. They talked about um, new infrastructure with online gaming. They talked about um, the biggest issues that we all face when playing competitive first-person shooters, and that's latency, lag, hacking, cheating, uh, exploits, you know, all that sort of thing. And so they are talking about, they are, they are aware of this. So they know this is a problem, and they want to build something from the ground up to fix this. So they're coming out with some sort of technology to help, with that and the buzzwords that they used um lag dedicated servers tick rate ping cheaters aimbots wall hacks all these things mentioned they're looking at and they're taking a serious stab at fixing this is exciting they had me really at that network talk because if they can somehow figure out a way to have us all sync up even though we live in opposite ends of the world and have no latency or ping Problems. That's going to be massive. Like that's the that's bigger news than the fucking game itself, in my book. So I'm going to keep a, a real a real sharp eye. I'm going to keep my my head to the street, or is it my ear to the street on that one? You know, I'm going to be uh, taking a quick look at it because we don't want that, ladies and gentlemen. We don't want that. Have you ever wanted to do more in the backseat of your car? <laughs> what? Uh, now you can. A company named Hollow Ride. In California is working on making road trips more entertaining with adventures you experience while being a passenger in the backseat of your car. Totally nude. I'm just kidding. I just added the nude part. Because <laughs> why not? Hey, it's available to try at Universal CityWalk. That's in California um, for a Bride of Frankenstein VR experience. So they're using the Bride of Frankenstein assets. Here's how it works. You get in the back seat of a car currently they're using ford explorers suvs you get in the back you put on a oculus quest vr headset um you start the game there's a driver in the front they begin to drive the game uh the game itself and the vehicle itself between its throttle and it's turning everything is synced together so in the game when the car turns you turn in the game And when you accelerate, you move faster. When you slow down, the game slows down. You're basically playing a virtual reality on-rails shooter is what it looked like to me with everything synced up. And they say that this is going to change basically road tripping. It's going to change um, in-car entertainment uh, forever. And I can see that happening. Um, They said that because the car movement is synced up completely to the VR in the game, it cuts down on motion sickness, not saying that you won't have it, but it does cut down on that. So I'd be interested to try it. I mean, you know, I'm down, I'm down to try it. Um, so yeah, very, very cool. Uh, hollow ride is the name of the company. Something to look out for. Um, you know, the company analog who releases those amazing, um, I don't want to call them clone consoles, but because they're basically built from the ground up, like the, uh, Nintendo and super Nintendo, the analog consoles, well, they are releasing an analog pocket. It is a Game Boy console, or I guess I should say Game Boy slash others because it plays some other carts as well. Man, excuse me. <clears throat> um, if you are hoping, if you're praying that Nintendo would release a handheld like the Nintendo Classic or the Super Nintendo Classic or Sega and their amazing Genesis Classic, if you are hoping that Nintendo would release a handheld, Wish in one hand and shit in the other and see what fills up first. I guarantee you it will be the shit. Because they're not going to do it. But analog is here. Pocket. Analog Pocket. Um, Man, this thing looks fantastic. In the case of the new analog pocket, there are actually two FPGAs inside. One that emulates classic handheld consoles, including Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance... Whose cartridges all can be slotted in the back, as well as Sega Game Gear, Lynx, Neo Geo Pocket Color, where those cartridges do require an adapter but will work. There's the other FPGA, and there will allow developers to transform the Analog Pocket into their own portable devices, and uh, they can develop games for it. So we are excited to see what games will be developed for this. How fucking cool! The Analog Pocket includes a three and a three point five inch backlit LCD screen with a resolution of 1600 by 1440. Holy fuck. So titles from systems with wider screens like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance will require letterboxing, but Game Boy, original Game Boy games will fit perfectly and looked really, really nice. Now here's the kicker. I was all like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. I was excited. I was even more excited when this news dropped, like the switch, the analog pocket will be able to dock The dock is sold separately, of course, but we'll be able to be docked to your TV over HDMI so that the games can play and be enjoyed on the giant screen. Yes, the idea of playing Game Boy games that had originally had a resolution of 160 by 144 on a 4K TV with over eight and a half million pixels seems crazy. But imagine, just imagine what that'd be like. You can also uh, dock controllers, Bluetooth controllers, that sort of thing, which is huge. So you can dock this thing, boom, plug in a Bluetooth controller, boom, sit on your couch, totally nude and play Game Boy Advance games to your heart's desire. Releasing sometime in 2020 with a retail price of $200. It's a steep one. But remember, you got to get that dock and some other accessories. So it's going to be probably $230. To, I'd say $250 price tag. That's an expensive one. That's more than a Switch or Switch Mini anyway. Um, but Analog makes top-tier pieces of gear. I have some pictures to show you. If I can fucking zoom in. Let's go. Zoom in on this bitch. Oh, my goodness. What are you doing, iPad? Thank you. Sorry about the delay. Jesus. That is a sexy-ass machine. Wouldn't you say? Look at that. I love it. Very sleek, all-black Kind of a matte finish. Oof. Thin. Looks like kind of the footprint of like the Game Boy. Like the original Game Boy, but way thin. Like thin as your cell phone. And then the back of it has L and R buttons on the top there. You can see and I bet you on, on the back is where all the cartridge is going right in the top. But that's sexy. I like it. I like it a whole bunch. Um, yeah, man, that's fantastic. Um, one of the largest bolt gaming deals ever to have been purchased, I think, was just made recently. I saw this article on Kotaku, a one point two million dollar buy from some dentist who wanted to have like the most rare video game collection ever, and like compiled games from three different dudes who have been collecting for over combined total of like fifty years of gaming. What? Yeah, this is a weird article. And I just wanted to I wanted to read this because I wanted to just make a quick quick note about it. Um, a dentist named Eric Nayerman Nairman, sunk a cool hundred or oh, I'm sorry, sunk a cool one point two million dollars on some first edition uh completely factory sealed games in September. Washington Post talked more about this. Kutako also reported on this today. It was one of the biggest money sales in gaming history. Yeah, I bet 1.2. I mean, dude, gamers don't have that kind of fucking money. 40 factory sealed Nintendo games in the million dollar hall, all of which were assembled by three collectors who took 52 combined years to put them all together. In addition to the large purchase, many of the games are believed to be the only copies in existence. Okay. That would do it, but it wouldn't take you to the millions. What the fuck dude? One of the few copies the games included is 1986's Mario Bros. arcade version, the only known copy. 1985's Golf and 1986's Balloon Fight and 1986's Gum Gumshoe, according to the Post. Uh, Neerman used to collect baseball cards, and writes in the Post, uh, "It took far too much money," he said, "to buy a single baseball card, and he was looking to form a collection that could rank as one of the best in the world." Nairman made the purchase to help a collector's group that, in, in, the, in a creative twist calls themselves the video game club. Uh, this is the dentist with deep pockets and doesn't even give a shit about gaming. He just wanted to have like a big collection of games and to have that status symbol. I bet you this dude has never even made it to level 1-2 in Mario Bros. So fuck off with that. Who even does that, man? (coughs) me, Crazy. Hey, guess what? I think that the dates leaked for the Steam sales again this winter. You know, they do every year. But I think that they did uh, just recently. Leaked by server. uh, uh, I'm sorry, not server developers. Leaked by indie developers, even though Valve says not do that. Some of them may or may not have leaked a little bit of there too. Steam Database on Twitter also posted it. Hello! Halloween sale, October 28th through November 1st. The autumn sale, November 26th through December 3rd. And the winter sale, December 19th through January 2nd. So now you can get ready to purchase a whole bunch of games you're never going to play and have them just stack up in in your Steam library. That's how we do. It's pretty fantastic. I don't know. We don't know if those dates are official, but They uh, they were leaked so that that has been posted. So EA may or may not be hinting that they are going to be returning back to steam for some of their games. Speaking of steam, um, EA tweeted out a picture of a mug full of some sort of beverage. It was a hot beverage because steam was coming out of the top and that's all it was. So people are like speculating like does that mean they're coming back to steam? Holy shit. People don't know. Uh robot brush found at least a little bit on a test application to run origin games through steam. So they, once that happened, people started to dig and uh, yeah, they found some things that suggest that, you know, you play had a similar situation with that uh, where games were on sale in steam, but open in their launcher when played, I do own some games that do that. So yeah, so, people are kind of speculating that they're going to sell the games on Steam, but they're going to, when you click it, it's going to open up the other launcher like Origin and launch. That has definitely happened. So, they're speculating that. Who knows? Who knows? Now, I assume that if this is true and it does happen, it's probably Apex Legends inspired. I mean, what other IP right now are they really pushing? that they want to get out to the masses more and more and more apex legends they're like surprise hit game so i I think that might be it who knows though um i want to talk about some xbox live news they're changing the way they do gamer tags have you guys heard about this yeah xbox live changing the way gamer tags work the service now enables you to change your name to whatever you want although you will get a numeral identification number To go along with it at the end Of course you still can't use A lot of the hateful terms and cuss words Of course why would you you fucking idiot Um And the length maxes out at 12 Characters so you can change it Once for free it's very similar To like what discord does Where you have a name but then it has This um You know has numbers at the end of it So uh yeah like if you want to add me on Discord, my name on there is General Jason and then a bunch of numbers. I don't remember what they are, <laughs> but it works the same way. So it's kind of nice. It allows you to get the name that you want um, so you can and it just assigns you that unique number. It's pretty cool. I like it. I do like that. It's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, go on there. You want to change your name? Switch it up. If you, uh, you know, if you had it like, you know, hacksaws or for hacksaws for Life 420, Or maybe you had, like, Noob Sandwich uh, 69. You know, what are some other gamer tags you may have had that you want to change? You know, Big Boner 4-2, you know? Maybe you had, um, 15 Incher was your name, maybe? I don't know. Um, what's another good gamer tag name? Big and Floppy? That'd be a good gamer tag. What else is another good one? Um who let the dogs out. That's a pretty good one. Who let the dogs out 15. Maybe. Yeah, that's a nice one. What are some other good gamer tags. Um, I eat sandwiches plain. That's pretty, pre- uh, that's a good one. I like that. Um, uh, 13 inch CRT. That's a good, that's a good gamer tag. Um, um, what else is a nice gamer tag? Oh, my balls are cold.com. I mean, that, no, that's actually probably a website, you know, but no, I mean, those are good game. Like what are some good gamer tags? That, that's something, a uh, community event. <laughs> oh, I hope, I hope you're, uh, I hope your friends are listening to this with you. I hope you guys are having a good laugh or maybe your parents are sitting there listening to like, who is this guy? Listen, mom, come here. Go ahead. Have your mom come over here. What's up, mom? How you doing? listen. Everything's fine. I'm, I'm educating. I'm teaching. We're learning about everything. So don't get upset that your son or your daughter here are listening. Everything's totally fine. In fact, I'd like to have you, I'd invite you to listen. Have a seat. You know, pull up a seat right now. Sit right, sit down. Sit, sit, sit. There you go. We'll have a little time now. We'll talk together. Because you know what? Your son or your daughter right now, they're into tech News. Ladies and gentlemen, let's move right along in some tech news. (laughs) The Big Dangle 18. That's a good gamer tag. (laughs) Oh my god, please. What are some good gamer tags? Uh, Hyundai, the car company, they are investing $35 billion in autonomous and electric cars. Yes, this is kind of uh, a really interesting time for the automotive industry right now. We are I feel like this is probably the most crucial and most um, changing time for all of automotive industry all over the world because we have you know we have gasoline and oil, which is a big issue. Uh, renewable energy sources are being you know talked about. they have been for years. Uh, nitrogen, uh, we have electric, you know we have a lot of things that are going on in the automotive industry. And um, these car manufacturers right now either have to jump on board and figure it out or start developing right now or they are going to get left behind or they are going to lose out in this game. And it is really crucial. It's crucial. Um, so Hyundai, uh, they're going to be investing $35 billion by 2025 on this new project. They want to be the number one country for car Competitiveness by 2030. So what that means by 2030, they want their brand of cars that are going to be either fully autonomous and electric, and or both, to be very competitive. To whereas when you're considering buying another manufacturer, another brand, you're going to look at Hyundai and say, "Wow, for the money, maybe the Hyundai is the way to go." And I'm not going to lie, man, they've really stepped their shit up in the last. I'd say five years, five, six years, like 10 years ago. N- no, I don't know about that. My parents drive a 2008 Hyundai and it's a, it's a nice car and it works, but it's not, it's not like what they are today. Like it's crazy. They have like it, they have comfort quality of life stuff in these cars that compare with high end Mercedes, BMW, Acura, infinity, all these brands. And it's really crazy. You know, Hyundai used to be, I don't want to get into the history of this, but they used to be a very entry-level, cheap, cheap, cheap brand. I knew someone who drove a 2001 Hyundai Accent back in the day, and it was an absolute pile of shit. Um, Complete pile of shit. It was made with cheap materials. The thing was falling apart. It was, I mean, it was very cheap. And it was cheap to buy. It was designed to be that. They were breaking into the industry. But they have really come forward and put together a great product. Them and Kia both. Uh they're both Korean companies. They're really doing a nice job. And I give them props. Their cars are nice. I just saw they had a new SUV just on the road not too long ago. Uh fuck, it's some long ass name. It's on the trunk. I don't remember what it is, but it, it it looks like any high-end SUV from Mercedes or BMW or or Jaguar or Range Rover. Like it looked like a Range Rover, to be honest. I was like, what? It's crazy. So hey, mad props. They're doing big things. I'm not an advocate for, you know, like that I'm not trying to like sell you on it. I'm just saying I saw where they came from and where they came from. They are nowhere. They are nowhere like that anymore. It's totally different. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it. Um, I say all this because yeah, I love cars. I'm into cars. Uh, I'm a car guy and spoiler alert. You know, I work for a company that is working on autonomous vehicles. And that's actually what I do for my nine to five, my day to day, my nine to five, so to say um, is I work directly to help autonomous vehicles. And so it's really, really cool. And so I'm following it kind of closely. I'm looking at what all the industry is doing. I know what Ford's doing. I know what GM's doing. I I see what Volkswagen's doing. And so it's really, really cool to kind of follow it. Very, very cool stuff. Yeah. Um, And I've said this always from day one. I love cars. I love the feel of cars. I love driving cars. I love the smell of cars. I love getting my hands dirty. I love oil. I love everything about what makes a car great. Thrill of driving, the wind in your hair, all that cliched shit. It's so true. I love it. That's like my happy spot. So I, but I also love technology. So you can see kind of where, where it kind of goes hand in hand. Okay. Anyway, enough car talk. Hey, Google abandons its phone powered VR daydream. Did you guys hear about this? Pixel 4 they announced recently and they had a whole bunch of other announcements as well, but they quietly lifted up the carpet and whoosh, 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 swept under their the Google phone-powered VR headset. Uh, Google stated they said no one used it, really. They hadn't gotten the broad customer uh, development adoption that they hoped. That's the technical way they said it. So, yeah, uh, phone VR, it's kind of bottom tier anyway. Uh, You know, if normal VR had problems getting off the ground, if people had issues getting that off the ground, and I don't even think, and I know VR is popular and people have it and it's exciting, it's a big investment. And I don't think that it is really like mainstream just yet. Like not every house has one. Not not like a TV or a game console. So I don't think it's even hit that plateau yet. So if that hasn't yet phone VR, which would be inferior anyway, that's going to be a problem. And I think they saw that unfortunately. So they shut it down. They quietly tucked it on the the carpet and um, the apps and games are going to still be there uh, supported, but the actual headset itself, which looks like a Jane Leno jacket, by the way, <laughs> will not be sold anymore. So, Hey, there you go. It's no more than a daydream than it was a nightmare. Um, Nvidia shield pro was accidentally leaked on Amazon. Uh, Nvidia shield is a, a streaming device that allows you to watch your TV and or movies streamed from the internet. Kind of like an Amazon Fire or, you know, all those devices, a a Chromecast and a bunch of other things like that. Uh, But this is the NVIDIA Shield is definitely a high end device. Okay, so if you have a a very expensive home theater and you need something to get down with your 4K and you need audio options, you maybe have Dolby Atmos, maybe you have surround sound system, you you really want to have compatibility. This is probably a device you're going to want to go. You're not going to hook in a fucking Chromecast to your $20,000 home theater setup. All right. You're not going to do that. You're going to spend 200, 250 bucks and buy one of these. All right. Plus it's Nvidia. So we know it's amazing. Good stuff. Plus the upgraded one. Now I say all this because it had it on the Amazon page. It has since been pulled as of recording. This it's going to be released tomorrow. So it's not even out on their page yet, but the information was already pulled. Um, The NVIDIA Shield is basically exactly like last generations. However, it does have a new processor, which increases its uh, processing uh, speed by 25%, which is great for video. Yeah, you're going to want that. Um, It has the new Targa X1 Plus processor uh, that replaces the standard X1. So 25% more faster and the processor speed. Um, There's also a new bundled remote. So they've redone the remote there. It's kind of a, odd triangular design it's motion activated backlit buttons it's very nice um i don't know about the triangle though that's really trippy man why not just make a flat controller that's really weird i don't want it on a table fucking laying there looking at me the whole time that's really weird isn't it i don't know um what else does it have in there it uh customizable menu button Uh, backlit controls yada 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 now supports dolby vision hdr and digital dolby plus surround sound in addition to atmos uh, which the old shield did as well Uh, but the new processor enables the nvidia uh, what they're calling ai upscaling which the company now offers a crisper clearer video enhancement to 4k resolution in real time so this is exciting I wonder how that's going to look. I would love to see comparisons. I can't wait for this to be released and people to start posting about it. I want to see this AI upscaling, brah. I want to see it. 200 bucks releasing tomorrow, October 28th. I got a picture of it so you can see it. If I can uh, get this fucking thing. my I'll tell you what, my old iPad here needs a 25% CPU boost. I'll tell you that right now. Look at that. So yeah, the device is... uh, Fucking text, go away. There we go. The, uh, the device looks nice. sits so upright, flush. Has the big old Netflix button on it. <laughs> it's ready to go. And you can't you can't really see the controller, but it's triangle. So when you lay it down, it has to lay on one side or the other. Why? That's weird. I don't know. Maybe, maybe put it in practical use and we'll see who knows. Uh, Motorola. Now we've been hearing rumors probably the last two or three years about the razor coming back. Remember we have, I know it's not new news, but they teased it. Yes. Motorola actually fucking teased it. Motorola razor might be making a comeback. Not going to lie. Kind of excited. Although I hate flip phones. I'm still excited. I had a razor loved it for the most part. Um, Moto teased Razer V3 recently with a release date of November 13th. Wow. Right around the corner. And I'm kind of interested in that. Um, I'm not really a fan of flip phones. I always break them, especially when they have the antenna. Remember when they had the antennas stick stick out of them. I always fucking broke them because you put them in your pocket, right? Your phone would be in your pocket. You'd say it'd crack. Oh my gosh. I've had reception issues, all kinds of crap. Um, I upgraded from the, uh, Razer to the sliver SLVR the sliver remember that phone it was uh wow it was actually the very first phone ever created in conjunction with Apple support and it had iTunes on it if you remember it was the first phone that I could plug into my computer and and drag my iTunes music over to it and play it from my phone and I'm going to blow you guys' mind because you're going to think I'm crazy and out of control, which you probably already do anyway. But I, a long time ago, so I bought the phone. I had it. And then I, I didn't want the phone. Like if I broke my phone, I wanted another one. But I knew that they would be sold out or not made anymore. I bought a second one and it's still in the box and I have it. And all of my Nokia phones, uh, I still have all those too. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm admitting this. Okay. Might as well cast out of the bag. Do you guys want to see? I want you to tell me. I want you to let me know. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it on a, uh, a fucking uh, after party. Cause it's going to take a little while. Do you want to see my old nineties slash two thousands phone collection? I have all those face plates and I have batteries that are light up and I have a completely see-through Nokia phone with all these parts. Oh man. I got a story. I got a whole story about that. Dude, I used to, I used to slang fucking cell phone parts of high school i used to sell them and make money at school i probably should probably could have been busted for that but anyway do you want to (laughs) hidey house after party that could be a really cool episode if you want to hear that and see them i can show them off let me know if not hey no harm no foul motorola razor v3 i'm excited to see it bring it on motorola let's see what you got um Speaking of phones, maybe you want a new phone case. Are you looking for a new phone case? You could be. Uh, Are you looking for a phone case made of fake flesh? What? Bruh? No. You sick fuck. What are you doing? Marc Tacier, at Telecom Paris in France and his colleagues are developing. Seriously Developing a disturbing phone case that mimics the squishy haptics of human skin. It will be able to detect and respond to every stroke, poke and tickle like real skin would receive from fingers. Oh my God. They're developing this with potential applications that are not kinky. However, Bet your people will make a whole bunch of apps that are kinky for it. These, oh my God, these are called, what are they called? Skin on interface. That's what they're calling it. Skin on interface. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull up a, fu- I didn't pull up a picture and I should have, I should have done that. I, I just forgot to skin on interface. Think about that. So think about your phone. You have your phone there. And then the back of it is Skin. Like fake skin. I guess kind of like rubbery skin maybe. You guys have to see this shit. I'm pulling up a picture. I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm doing. Why am I doing this? I'm doing it because I love you. And you have to see. Everyone has to see this. Oh my God. Oh my God. What do I do? Which picture? Okay, I'll just pull up the first one I see here. Oh my gosh. What do I do? What? What is up with the other pictures in here? Oh my gosh! Should we look at these? What is this? An ear? A finger? Oh, this is trippy. I better, I better be careful what I show here. But look at that phone case. It is of fake human skin. Oh, that's messed up. Can you imagine? I mean, oh, I don't know about that. Would you buy one of those? Don't get kinky with it. Don't stop it. Get some help. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Get get some help. The jokes are rolling in though. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, jokes are rolling in. Someone said first. Yeah, this is the first time seeing the new iPhone in the flesh. Someone said, I want one with the nipple. (laughs) Someone said, looks like phony baloney. And lastly, someone said, oh, it looks like they're currently really trying to flesh it out. Stop it. 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 Get some help. Get some help. Get some help. Get some get, help. Get, 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 get some help. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the show. We're going to move right along here at the end and just remind you that you can give me a call. You can leave me a voicemail and I'll play it right here on the show. I don't have any this this week. It's all good. But hey, hit me up if you want to talk about cell phones. You want to talk about gaming. You want to talk about things that you're playing. You want to talk about something that's going on. You have a question for me. You want to talk about anything. Let's chat. 503-908-5490. That is my phone number. Call it. You'll hear me. Hey, thanks for calling. Leave me a voicemail. Beep. And then all you do, is leave me a voicemail. Just like old school days. You know what? Call from a landline. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's take it old school. 503-908-5490. And lastly, 503-908-5490 is the number. I have an update on the community event. Every, I say every two weeks, we've done a community event for Discord and where I give you a hashtag, you interpret that hashtag as you will and post a picture with that hashtag in our Discord and then I hop over here and talk about it and we have fun, but you know what I'm going to do? I've had people write me and say two weeks is not enough time. I'm just getting around to the podcast. I understand, you know, people don't have time to sit there. Uh, not everyone has time to listen to it right away. I get it. We're all busy. So here's what I'm going to do. I think doing the community event per month makes a lot of sense. What do you think? I think a month's time is enough for everyone to, to hear the episode that comes out that month and just know that whatever episode comes out at the beginning of the month and the episode that comes out at the end of the month during that time, you didn't miss anything with the community event. It's all going to be the same. So that's going to be 12 community events per year. I think that's completely manageable and fun. I think that's more engaging for people as well. Just give people more time, but I want you to be able to engage. I've had people come back after the fact and be like, Oh, here's it from last last week or last two weeks. I'm just getting around. I don't want that. I want you to be comfortable and have enough time to get to it. So every month we're going to do the community event. So with that being said, uh, this week, we're still in October. I'm going to let it roll until November, the next episode, November, I'll introduce the new community event hashtag. So right now, hashtag Halloween. It's still active. Jump on in. We have people talking about uh, outfits, H- hilarious outfits, maybe a scary game, maybe some Halloween spooky game they like to play around this time. Just, uh, however you want to interpret it. So hashtag Halloween, take a picture, maybe tell a story, jump into discord. All you do is go to my website, com. scroll to the top of the page, click on the discord icon, and it takes you right in. You can do it on your phone, your tablet, your iPad, your whatever, your computer, anything. It works on all that has an app. It's great. And, um, can jump you in there. Also in the show notes, if you're not on the website, just go to the show notes. You'll see a link in there as well. Just a little spoiler alert. Look at that. The homie Andy is in there talking about some stuff. And also Casico spoiler alert. He posted something there. He saw on Facebook. It looks like. So there's a little spoiler alert that we'll talk about next week. Oh, I wanted to show it to you. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. All right. You see it. All right. Heinehouse.com's website. I'm going to leave you guys with another Lovely, lovely song. I do every week now. We talk about all this great tech, entertainment, and uh, to let you know that, hey, if you join Patreon, if you um, like what you hear here, if you hear, here, hear, here, jump in and support it on Patreon. I really appreciate it. It actually keeps the show alive, and I appreciate that greatly. I'm going to play another one of my Vaporwave songs. Boy, you guys are really coming out of the woodwork saying, yo, your, your chill wave, uh, Vaporwave stuff, Really liking it, and I appreciate that. Maybe that's my calling. Maybe I'll make some more of it. I'm gonna play a song uh, that's also available on my website and also my Bandcamp page. Please go download it, check it out, put it in your playlist, play it loud, let your friends hear it. I would love to uh, to have you bump this, but this is my Bandcamp page. You can check it all out here. Uh, I'm gonna play one called "Sidewalk Sale." How about it? You ready for that a little sidewalk sale action? I think I have, do i have the music video in here see when you support it you got people here that uh, actually tip me on it that's pretty nice i appreciate that okay no i don't have the thing here all right we're gonna play it right here thank you folks much love to you Heinehouse.com. um what else i think that's it much love we'll catch you next week sidewalk sale let's go Uh how I do. Oh you wait for that drop it's coming.